Welcome back to Fiction Faction, a very special episode. Uh, we are all back together. Uh, we have a very special guest today. He is the 14-year-old girl that we all have in our hearts. N- news <laughs> friends superstar, James Smith. That, that was me, James, that, that deemed you as that. That was you, Tanya? Yeah, that was me. So you're welcome. <sighs> it's fine. It's your parting shot. It's Join- fair enough. Joining us, as always, the, the outhouse was too bad for her, so the top dog, Tanya Camisa, decided to come back for another show, even though she was kicked out last week. Yeah, Ta- like... Oh, okay. Tanya, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be accepted back. Yeah. I would have fought my way. In I'm here a little anyways. disappointed by it. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I had the. I had thought I had the job. No, no. <laughs> I love McConaughey. You were still, I've but seen just a Ghostbusters. <laughs> and, <laughs> and as <Fuck> always, <laughs> earn your place, James. And as I always, have, I've seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> and as always, the Miles Teller of our generation, Bailey Nicholson. What? Oh my God! Yes, I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Se- what was this episode seven? I've been waiting seven weeks for you to give me an appropriate nickname. I demand an explanation. And I will. Take it. Miles Teller is a superstar. <laughs> Except for Fantastic Four. Nobody watched that. Yeah, please. but like we forget about yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean like Michael B. Jordan was in that, so everyone makes mistakes. I'm like whiplash Miles Teller, right? Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Moving on. Not on my tempo though. <laughs> Guys, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back to Fiction Faction. Uh quick little piece of news. Did we leave? <laughs> We're yeah, we come back every time. We are officially on iTunes. You can get us now on iTunes. You can subscribe to us. You can leave us reviews. Five stars, please, only. If not five stars, please don't bother. Uh, leave us comments there. If you, you know, topics and whatnot. The News Friends Network is expanding in different ways that Michael could have never dreamed of before. Admire the art of our little logo. Yeah, thank you so much for the art to Anna Dimoff. Some, uh, you've seen her before in News Friends and other content in there. You may know her from North Shore News. Amazing, yeah. amazing not, artist. that's okay. And we're very grateful for the drawing that she did. Have you seen it, James? No. I'll show it to you later. It's okay because you're not in it. Oh, well. <laughs> great, great way to push away Harsh. our guest, Tanya. <laughs> Jesus. You're so, well, you're he so did, lucky he, there's a window between us. He did us. take some shots. You just really... You took some shots. You want my job, man. <laughs> you just really don't want to be here anymore, Tanya, huh? <laughs> All right, guys, let's start with the box office numbers as always. Number one, Zootopia again, uh, family movie, you know, it's doing great. We got a quick message from uh, top, uh, I guess, kids' movies correspondent, Xiao Shu. She loves Zootopia. Uh, number two, 10, <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Lane. This movie kind of came out of nowhere and it's getting a lot of praise and it's getting a lot of uh, good reviews and a lot of really good movie and really good, like, don't watch trailers, don't, don't read anything, just go watch it. It's so good. Somebody here watched it. Tanya, it is so good. It it, it like it it's so good. It's <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> that's that's it. No, um, like it's one of those movies where the whole time you're you're doubting everyone's intentions and you're like, is he crazy? No, no, is she crazy? Is he right? Is it like it just it keeps you like on edge the whole time and like the acting like there's only three people in this movie and they're all like really incredibly strong performances. So yes, go see it. John Goodman's in it, which makes makes yes, it amazing. Yes, that's what amazing. And I've it. never seen him play a creep before. Really? Really? I don't think so. Never seen I the don't big know Lebowski? if I. 
No, I have not. So, uh, okay. Uh, what? Never, never seen the Flintstones? Uh. <laughs> I mean, the Flintstones is just creepy. But, like, no. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's... it's. I don't want to spoil... It's one of those movies you can't say much or you're going to spoil it all. So don't, because I want to see, see it. it. Just watch it. Uh, coming in at number three, Deadpool, which we actually finally saw. At last. There we go. It only took us, like, a month or something like that. But even after a month, there was still a lineup into the theater. Yeah. Yeah. I like, love how some people wow. try to cut into that line, like, Jesus Christ. Jesus. I gave him the stink eye. It was fine. I was yeah. like, I'm at the front. This isn't the end. So <laughs> Bailey, James, and I watched Deadpool, not all together at the same time, but mm-hmm. you know, around this time of year. And Bailey. Yeah. Did you like it? It was good. I enjoyed it. It did its job. Capital G. It did its job. <laughs> yeah. Ringing endorsement from Bailey Nicholson. Put it out it on the did cover. Its job. It, it did, did its, its job. job. No, it was fun. It was good. Like, it was funny. It made fun of the whole, like, superhero thing. There was a lot of swearing and sex and gore and whatever. Like, it was great. It was like a superhero movie for adults that made fun of superhero movies. And it was a good time. I just somehow expected somehow more. Like, just the, the high praise that it was getting and all the hype. It kind of, it oversold it a little bit, but I did enjoy it. I find that with movies that get that much hype, I'm always kind of, I don't know, because I guess you go into it with such high expectations. So it's like, even if it's good, it still doesn't quite reach that level. I respectfully disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Lay down, James. It was amazing. It was a a brilliant piece of cinematic uh, something, 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 (laughs) something. See, it's so good. I can't even, yeah. That cinematic something something. Hashtag cinematic <laughs> something something. <laughs> yeah, I I have to I'm I'm kinda in the middle with the movie. I like it. I don't really like the character at all. And this is coming from a comic book fan. And You don't like the character in general or like yeah, in the movie? I just don't like that pool that much. Like uh, comics wise, animation wise, like it's just it's not my guy. But uh I enjoyed the movie. I wish more X Men would have been in it, but you know, uh, whatever. Uh, and I like I like uh, I like when he's Deadpool. I I could have gone away with the whole origin story, you know. I, it's fine, like it's it does a job, like Billy said. But but that was like half the movie, <sighs> exactly. Yeah. Which is it would have been weird. It would have been weird if they didn't do that because a lot of people that are like mo- I'm going to go ahead and say most people that saw Deadpool never read the comic. But again, Probably. I'm just I'm just tired of like having to watch a movie and then be like, well, the next one will be all the character. Like, just give me that thing. Trust the people that will get it. People like, need the origin though, man. I'm going to stick with them on that. People need it that see those movies. Plus it, it lends itself well to like the, all the fourth wall busting and stuff that's, yeah. that's necessary for the character, right? Like, <clears throat> excuse me, like the flashbacks gave him a chance to like talk about it as if he's sitting in the theater watching it rather than, you know, living it. So it le- it lent itself to the character really well. Yeah, I was I was really happy with the Ford Wall jokes because that's Deadpool, of course, and and there was like, do you see what, like in his apartment with the they shares with the blind woman? Like, there's a Deadpool doll on the, the Deadpool doll <laughs> from X Men Origins, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wolverine. Yeah, they no, no, and and the little like um, what are those ones that are like uh, they're like vinyl and they got the giant heads. You know the uh, the brand I'm thinking of the they're like collectibles like oh the, the vinyl pop yeah yeah there was a vinyl pop of Deadpool on that dresser behind <laughs> him while he's like arguing with her like right next to his ear like right lined up with his ear it's just this That's fucking little good. Deadpool sitting there. That's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely was a crowd pleaser, like a fan pleaser, and it's catching some some people who didn't who weren't that into the character as much before, and it cements it into the X Men universe without having to go to through too much trouble and whatnot. 
and we're all good to go for the sequel supposedly so that should be that should be a fun time yeah they're starting at what like in 2017 or something like that something like yeah that, yeah and it's gonna have cable future time well they tease it at the end right like, yeah yeah Deadpool like, comes out and he's like yeah cable but we don't know who it is but you know whatever there's also the, the rumors that domino might be in it Mm. I uh, also uh, really enjoyed the opening like title sequence that started with like as Deadpool like God's perfect idiot Ryan Reynolds <laughs> was like the caption I was like oh, yeah, yeah yeah and then they kept going with it but I was like as soon as I saw that I was like okay I get the tone I'm feeling it cool coming in at number four we have London has fallen which is still hanging on there that a uh, huge hit for Gerard Butler not really but you know whatever I don't get it. It's just Gerard Butler, like, running at it. And, hey, it's not Guts of Egypt, so, you know, that's something. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, finally, coming in at number five, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, you know, having a successful life at the box office for a bit. Kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm still excited to see it, but it became more of a rental for me now. I'm not into it, going to the theater for it. But Yeah, but don't you feel like if that, like, popped up on Netflix, it'd be one of those ones oh, where you'd yeah. be like... That's what I mean. No, no, but I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying if that oh. popped up on Netflix, you would definitely be like... Oh yeah, I'll watch it later, and then like you never would. Like it would never make it to the top of your watch later list. I don't think my yeah. watch later is a mess right now. So <laughs> it's uh, I don't know I don't know at this point. I spend more time adding stuff to my watch later than right? I do watching things. Jesus. Yes, it's so annoying. Yeah. but yeah, we all, I, I do it. For me, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something in, intensely controversial here. Ooh, Ooh. get ready, Lo- mm. get ready, Lo- listeners. Load your gun, Tanya. Here you go. I'm ready. I don't think. Oh James! Oh, look how he pauses. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not the biggest uh, Tina Fey fan. There, I'm gonna throw uh, it out there. Oh. I feel like she's she's maybe the number the number one reason why I'm hesitant for that movie. Hmm. I'm actually not gonna fight you on this one. Ah, I actually, I right. kind of, you know, common I ground feel at last. You. Yeah. Man, first and last episode for James Smith, and uh. actually last episode for Tiny Camisa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, adding I'm to my strikes here. No, uh, I don't mind. I it's I'm not it's not like a Matthew McConaughey situation for me with her, but I'm I don't know if I adore her like a lot of people seem to. Oh, I love Tina no, Fey so I much. Love her. I she's like so what smart, so witty. Mm. All her all the things she writes like Kimmy uh, Schmidt is perfect. I almost appreciated that. I appreciate her writing though more than her acting, I will say that. Yeah, like I like I, she's a yeah same yeah. same idea. Like she's mm. like she's definitely ridiculously talented, and I I respect the hell out of her. But I just I don't know like as as the star of a movie, like I'm just like eh. okay. No, I'm yeah, into it though. I you know? see that. I, I I still do like her as an actress or actor. I'm not yeah like in that boat with you. But yeah, she's a better writer. I, p- I put her in my like sort of the same boat as Will Ferrell. Like Will Ferrell is awesome, but when he's the like the lead in the movie, it's like. Mm. Mm. Well, I take that back. Actually, I don't know. It's just. A- Have you seen uh, <laughs> what's the one with, with Mark Wahlberg, where they were both cops? Oh, um, uh, oh, I hate you Bailey. So much you know right this. Now. I know. I've what seen it. It's my movie. favorite movie of all time. Uh, okay, you said that about like five different <laughs> movies. So. But yes, I've you seen it, and it's brilliant. That. Um, oh my god! The the oh other guys, god. yeah, the, the other guys. guys. That movie's so good. That is so but, good. But <laughs> but uh, what's his face? Will Ferrell is not the main guy in that movie. Like no. they're both sharing it. Like, like he's Ferrell playing, is, he's playing off someone. Yeah. Like when it's other people playing off him, it doesn't work as well for me. Yeah. I guess that's that's more what I meant. It's not that not about him being a lead. It's about whether he's like the goofy one or the st- or like you know whether he's the funny guy or the straight guy in the in the comedy, you know, situation. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, so yeah, that's the top five. We're gonna jump into our first topics, guys. Do you hear that? No. 
Indiana Jones is back, guys. 2019. It's such a long time to wait, but okay. He's so old, though. The next Indiana <laughs> Jones movie is set to release. Oh it's starring Harrison Ford in the in the legendary role and Steven Spielberg in the director's chair. No George Lucas to be seen or heard of, but uh, Lucasfilm boss Kathleen Kennedy and Frank Marshall, old producers of the f- franchise, are set to return to produce it again. And yeah, Bob Iger, uh, president of, of Disney, sorry, uh, released the statement just saying he's so excited and we're going to do this and it's going to be great. And I really hope it's just Indiana Jones telling his kid about previous stories because I don't want to see <laughs> old Harrison Ford, almost 80 years old in 2019. So you want this to be like uh, the young Indiana Jones Chronicles except yeah. with Harrison Ford playing the old guy? Yeah, he's just like <laughs> in a rocking chair telling his kid about like when, that, that time, time he fought the Nazis. The s- battling on the Somme. No, definitely. There's not a there's not a lot of details. We don't know much if Man. if they're gonna cast do the like you know pairing like they try to do in the last one. I don't know if I remember liking the last one. It's not good. It doesn't count. No. It's not real. Then why are they doing another one? Because it's Disney. Do over. Star. It's like it's Star a Wars. It's a Star Wars. Problem. No, but I wanted I wanted him in Star Wars to be like, and that's it, and that's and that's where it ends. Like his like iconic roles. Yeah, but you know what? I don't what? want another Indiana Jones. You know what? I don't. Though? That money is so good. Uh, what about another witness? Where's my witness follow up? Come on, James. So uh, <laughs> Amish are in this year, man. Twenty six, twenty seventeen. You're the Amish. Wait. Yeah, no. If you started making now, yeah, no. All right. Saved it. Spielberg, uh, go back to your Amish country. Spielberg. Uh, <laughs> Spielberg sparked some rumors a couple years. Uh, I think like yeah, last year or whatnot, saying that he was interested in making a new one and there were talks and scripts and whatnot and then I don't remember how this came about but the big rumor was that Chris Pratt was going to play the reboot version of Indiana Jones and (sighs) that's a big (laughs) sigh Chris Pratt's alright he could be Indiana Jones but I I see him more as like not unless he gets doughy again right yes yes. you you listen to me when I say I prefer (laughs) squishy Chris Pratt squishy that was your word we have discussed this it's Um, yeah I mean Indy has squishy partners so what like you know some of his sidekicks are just like fat guys they're like Indy please (laughs) I I don't think I could handle Chris Pratt being Jurassic World guy and Guardians of the Galaxy guy and then Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, this is too much. I know that you're like a giant star now with a six pack, but you need to like leave me alone a little bit. You're too in my face on the screen. What about like Chris Pratt with like a, with like, with like a with like a tan like a good tan well, and then like to. he's had he has a fez and like an egyptian accent what if he's just plays that character great so <laughs> god damn it brian why did you even have me here if you're just gonna disregard everything i say well, he would have to get a tan because i feel like harrison ford's like a little leathery mm. like he'd have to get some leather on his skin <laughs> You know, uh, well, <laughs> sure. we're, go- we're going weird places <laughs> now. It's like for some better. movies, people have to work out, work up for, uh, work out for like six months going into it before it. For like Indiana Jones, he's gonna have you to like leather up. just up. just soak like in a tub of like lotion for six months just to soften up a bit. GTL, you guys remember Jersey Shore? <laughs> oh, I do. I do. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That Indiana Jones sure is rebel scum. Speaking of rebel scum, <laughs> the, Hollywood Re- 
The Hollywood Reporter is now claiming that they know the the three actors who are set to, you know, who are in the running for who's going to play young Han Solo in the young Han Solo movie. Uh, this is the Hollywood Reporter again. This it's not confirmed. It's just kind of rumors. We heard about a previous list which included Miles Teller and a bunch of other white dudes from Hollywood. <laughs> And now, <laughs> according to them, this list. What if they just cast it? What if they just cast like, like, like a black guy? What if we just start the rumor now that they're looking to cast Donald Glover? Let's just yes! <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover just be like, I would be yes. So, behind that. <laughs> so the list right now is Alden. Alden, sorry, I'm gonna butcher your name, man. Alden Ehrenreich. Reich. Ehrenreich. 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 He stole the show in Hell Caesar. He was the the cowboy guy. Do you guys see Hell Caesar? No. Uh, yeah, I saw it with you. Yeah, so. I remember that. It's uh, the the guy on the left. We're looking at a picture of it. Great radio right now. Uh, yeah, he was the he was kind of the star of my, of the show for me and Hell Caesar. So it'd be interesting if, if that's the case. Number two, Jack Rayner uh, from Transformers: Age of Extension, which is like okay, great. And uh, last, Taron Egerton from uh, Kingsman and Eddie the Eagle, which is premiering soon, I think. So, you know, what do you guys think? Um, the guy in the middle. Great radio. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 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 Whose name is Jack Rayner. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I he's... am a Taron Egerton fan, so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the great choice. Miles Teller, goddammit. <laughs> no, you have he to pick already from, the, no, the list. from no, these three. No. no. No, you have to pick from no. these three. That's not how you this can't game break works. the rules. You can't Miles do that. You set this table, man. Eat your goddamn meal. All right, the I I'll go with the Hell Caesar guy. I like oh, him. Oh, so uh, like one each. Now Taren James Egerton. James Taron Egerton. Oh yeah. All the yeah. damn way. Oh yeah. See, me he and James really are good. starting to get along now. He was really good in Kingsman, and Eddie the Eagle is supposed to be all right. Yeah. Do you remember? I just okay. You go. Okay, I was just gonna say. Do you remember how I mentioned a testament of youth, with uh. Mm, what's her name? Oscar winner. I don't even know what the that Vikander. I love. Vikander. Vikander. Oh, yeah. Yes, he played her brother in that movie, so he was also super good in that. Just okay, I just want to. I just want to specify that I'm not judging based on any past acting experience because I also love that guy in Hail Caesar. I am judging based on looking at these photographs who I could imagine being young Han Solo, and it's definitely not the guy from Hail Caesar. I'm just gonna say, and then the guy from Eddie the Eagle, it's also super duper not him for me. The guy in the middle looks the like like I could believe it the most. For the role of young Han Solo, does does one of these guys also gonna have to leather up? <laughs> no, because no. he's young. Well, cause he's not leathered yet. Well, <laughs> gosh, uh, no, no, no word yet on who's playing young Chewie, but uh, we do know that. Uh, <laughs> Shih Tzu. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> did you guys ever watch the Adams family where there's that big thing that's just made of hair oh, what is that you mean thing, thing. Oh, it should okay. be yeah, thing yeah. well anyways the, the movie is set to be <laughs> I love how Brian just like just disregards anyways. what everybody else on the show not says it's just like tonight, anyways guys. not enjoying it uh, the movie is set to direct uh, to be directed by Phil Lord and Chris Miller from the Lego movie and Last Man on Earth and who are going to direct Flash and the animated Spider-Man movie and are apparently directing everything in the world. <laughs> and the Young Han Solo movie is set to come out, uh, what, after episode 8, I think? So the year after that? So like 29... 18. 18. Wait, 2018. this is for a, sta- like a, a separate movie? Yeah. yeah so so oh, I totally missed that. I thought this was for like one of the... One of the prequel, or sorry, the sequel. Hey, you're back, but you're young too, <laughs> says Finn. I don't know. It could be for like some flashback thing. No, because like, no. what they're doing is they do like 
a Star Wars episode, right? So like episode seven. Right. And then they're doing a movie of like something else entirely, yeah, like, like a Rogue, prequel kind Rogue of like one Rogue One. This year. And then episode eight and then Young Han Solo and then episode nine and then something else. Why why do we need a young Han Solo? Because you get I Young Han Solo fighting young Boba Fett or something. I don't know. What no. Yeah. No, I need it though. Why? For people that were sad at his death, we need to we need to like go back in time to before that happened and no, be happy need, again. And then you have a flash forward when he's talking with Ben and he's just a little kid and and then they, they fall apart and then and then you go flash forward and you see when he kills him. No, I hope they don't put that in there. That's how you end the movie. No. Wait, what? I've already seen that. You've seen Star wanna... Wars, right? Yeah, but wait, who's he talking to? Ben. Kenobi? No, what? What Kylo Ren, his oh, Ren. son. What are you talking about? His name. Why, wait, wait, wait. His why name. would Kylo Ren? Why wait? Okay, okay. Why James. would he be in a movie about James. young Han Solo? James. This is young Han Solo. He doesn't I have said a child. Flash forward. What the hell is happening? So bad. Kylo Ren is not his real name. <laughs> his I understand real name that. is Ben. Ben no, Solo. Like, and as you go, <laughs> and, and and young Han Solo was young, and then Brian is saying perhaps they flash forward to like when Ben was little. Okay, you know? see, see what I heard is like, and then he talks to, we're talking about young Han Solo, and then he's talking to Ben, so I'm like, wait, so we're going to retcon that he fucking knew Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, <laughs> when he was a kid and didn't know it? No, it's just no, going to be no, this, no. like, Ben Kenobi, like, uh, like a digitally rendered fucking Alec Guinness, like, walks across the screen and is like, excuse me, young man, like, he's the, he's the, like, Stan Lee of this movie. I mean, they, like he's gonna be the strip club DJ on Tatooine. Is that what's gonna happen? They they are uh, digitally putting uh, uh, what's the name the guy the bad guy from Episode Four into Rogue One. I don't know some oh, some uh, Imperial guy. Gareth uh, Darth Maul. But what I no. was gonna say. I hope. Wait, so. Episode Four. Fuck. Episode Four. I'm like, thinking the fourth. Fuck these like, goddamn got, numbers. Man, it's so hard. We grabbed, just... we grabbed James on a bad night tonight. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of the rumor right now with uh, Young Han Solo coming soon from Chris uh, Chris Lord, Fur Lord, and Chris Miller. Sorry. So talking about the next piece of news, something that we missed last week. Sorry about this. Uh, J.K. Simmons set to play Commissioner Gordon in the Justice League movie. My homie. M- movies. Sorry, Is that part Miles one Teller? and part two. Mm. Yeah, J.K. Simmons coming off hot <laughs> from a really good uh, display in uh, Whiplash, which for he won the Oscar and. He's done a couple of indie things. He's set to be in the next movie from the same director from Whiplash. And yeah, Warner Bros. kind of quietly announced it. It was this big splash. And then the Civil War trailer and nobody came out and nobody cared anymore. <laughs> but yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they give a little bit of a, you know, more character to Commissioner Gordon, who severely lacked it in the Nolan movies and beforehand has been kind of a joke sometimes. I'm into it. I love J.K. Simmons. Yeah. Like, put yeah. him in there, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll see it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you pretend like you weren't going to see it before. You're wow. not invested in the Justice League franchise universe with Batman and everyone After talking else? about it for, like, with this guy for six weeks, there's no way. It's a good movie to talk like, about. I'll it's not extra see it. Yeah. You know? Like, now I won't even think about like, it. Like, now you don't even want to, but you kind of have to. Like you're Yeah, pot, like, you're now I'm committed. obligated. Like, before yeah. it was a choice, and now it's not. Yeah. Like, I'm tethered to it. Exactly. Yep. So, yeah, J.K. Simmons set to start uh, in the first Justice League movie, set to come out in 2017, directed by Zack Snyder. Ugh. And <laughs> we still don't know if uh, he'll also be a part of uh, Ben Affleck's solo Batman. Still rumored. There's been no confirmation. <sighs> Ben Affleck was recently on uh, an interview with the New York Times, and he just kind of said that if the right movie comes back, comes along, he'll do it again. But you know, we'll see how that goes. 
Anyways, our next bit of news. Director Gary Marshall sparked rumors talking to People Magazine about it, making a new Princess Diary movie with uh, Anne Hathaway in it. You've been dreaming of this. <laughs> I totally have. Oh, uh, there you yeah. go. There you go. So before we no. actually dive into it, no, let's listen not. Let's listen to this quote, which is it's kind of awkward. Let me know what you guys think. But this is him talking to People <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> Sorry. You I better do an impression. <laughs> no, I don't know what he sounds like. He's just, really? yeah, he's just yeah. a Imagine, guy. do his voice, like, based on, like, what you think he might sound like. I don't know. He just sounds like a white guy. Uh, okay. So racist. So, I was with Anne Hathaway a couple of weeks ago. It looks like we want to do Princess Diaries 3 in Manhattan. Anne Hathaway is very pregnant, so we have to wait until she has, to, she has the baby, and then I think we're going to do it. Which is just <laughs> weird. Just wait, yeah, just... She's got to pop it out and then straight to the side. It's just a weird way to talk. Yeah, it is. Very pregnant. Both him and for the editors at People Magazine who didn't, you know, do anything about this. But yeah, you guys excited? No? Did you guys watch the originals? Am I excited? Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I definitely watched the first one because I was like, I don't know how old when that came out. I don't remember. But I was like young enough that I wasn't embarrassed to have watched and enjoyed (laughs) Princess Diaries. Hey, there's no shame in watching anything. Um, But by the time the sequels started to come out, uh, no. And so my short answer is no. Chris Pine was in the sequel. I feel like I did see that then. I feel like that's the first time I saw Chris Pine. Oh, really? Yeah, he plays like a uh, prince, right? Or yeah. yeah, yeah, and they get married at the end yeah, of something like that. Wasn't yeah. like Anne Hathaway trying to get on the track to do like like serious, like good stuff? Yeah, but she has an Oscar now, so she can oh, go so back to the goofy stuff. Oh, so she can just do whatever she wants now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. She's, yeah. she's achieved it, and now she can just... Is that how that works? Just for that one song and getting her hair cut. Great, yeah. here's your Oscar. <laughs> we need that close up on that snot bubble (laughs) (laughs) oh man Russell Crowe is on the sideline just being like where's my Oscar like no Uh, okay so our next piece of news we got some photos from the Orange is the New Black season 4 this is the first look we've had at at the the new season and you know they're just kind of just Showing some of the new characters and showing some of the old characters. Wait, wait, we're You're gonna, gonna get live it. reactions right now. Oh, look they're watching it. in live. I haven't looked yet. Here we go. Oh boy. Oh, that's a big one to open with. So explain it because you know. So Piper's like face down, like on a table, and she's got something in her mouth, and they're holding her head down in her in her arms. And and the caption says Piper and Blanca will have a major disagreement, to say the least, in season four. Ooh. Oh, so they're Looks giving like they're away about to some burn spoilers. Her hand on a stove. Yeah. Um, we've just got a pretty generic group shot here, so let's just uh, keep going through that. I believe that's the "Oh, Captain, my Captain" person. moment. Who's say? <laughs> who's Judy? Right? She's new. Okay, okay. Judy's new. Next the Martha Stewart light character. It says is new to literature. Oh yeah, I remember at the end of the previous season they. Uh, oh yeah, the like uh, conservative oh, host right. or whatever. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's bringing me I back, you guys. That. Me too. Yeah. Oh man, a lot can happen in a year. Oh, Sophia! Oh, so Sophia cut her hair, oh. and she looks what? really sad. Aww, Laverne Cox. I don't like this picture at all. <laughs> She's in solitary confinement, which is where she ended up at the end of last season, which I also oh, forgot yeah. about. Yeah, I really <laughs> I don't remember. Shit. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I didn't. Ruby I Rose kind of took like over that whole crazy. season for me. So <laughs> just that one scene. I was just like Ruby Rose in the, in the bathroom, just the whole time. Yeah, just like <laughs> contemplating my own sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I, I'm excited to see w- if the season can pick up a little bit on the mistakes of season three a little bit. And oh, so they 
Well, I mean, we could have kind of... Okay, this is a picture of Alex, who, at the end of last season, we weren't really sure if she was going to get, like, shanked or not. But, I mean, she's fine. Shot, she's right? alive. Wasn't, or shot. Well, I didn't think, think that it was, was like, a fake guard with a gun, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, she's alive. We know this. All right. If they That's killed... Good. That would have been bad if well, they killed sucks. her. You wanted her to die? No, it sucks that we know that she made it. I know yeah, this is a real yeah. spoiler. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. That's a big one, yeah. Although it could be that could still be just the first, the first thing or the first episode or something. Like that. We still don't know. But yeah, uh, I had a little bit of a sour taste from season three at the end, and I'm still not a big fan of the way Netflix ends their seasons. Like they're just like, see you next year. Like actually wrap it up. But whatever, <laughs> this is me. Yeah. Well, I guess so. You come back, right? Yeah, but still, like if you deliver me a good ending, I'll yeah. I'll still be back. Like you finish mean. your story for this season, and I'll be back for the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, season two ended well. Yeah, like, that, no, no, that no, was no. a good one. I, I like yeah. season like, one and two. I still I think season one's still my favorite one, but like three was just not great, and I had to really power through it. Yeah, I felt the same way. I feel like two, uh, three, three. Wait, was it two or three where they focused less on Piper? Three, right? It was three. three yeah. Yeah, it three kind of does the uh, yeah. each episode is to tell someone else's story. Yeah, I kind of like I like that a lot. Cause yeah, because I, I get yeah. sick of Piper. That, that was yeah. Yeah. shut up. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. the reason why I didn't like season three as much. I enjoy, That was my favorite part about season three is that it was less of a focus on her. What and didn't then, you and like? Then that, well, since we're talking about Piper, yeah, fucking panty, fucking storyline <laughs> that went on for t- way too yeah. fucking long, and I'm just like, okay, this is not interesting, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that interested in Piper anymore, which yeah. I think is yeah. a problem because she's obviously like the crux of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, but they've developed the other characters totally. sufficiently that like you don't need to focus on mm-hmm. Piper's. It's shit. just she keeps coming back, and then I'm yeah. like, ugh. Can you just get out already? You're only, you're only in here yeah, for like a she, year. You know, because she was our introduction to this world. So they're gonna obviously still yeah. focus on her, which at this point she, I'm kind of like. Yeah. She did have that really good moment when uh, Sozo kept trying to be her friend and whatnot. And she just like told her to back the fuck down. Yeah. She <laughs> has good moments. I actually love Sozo. And I feel like this is like a, a not shared opinion. She had like a super awkward sex scene though. Oh God, Wait, what? Which one? Which one? Sozo. Which one? The one with uh, <laughs> the one with the American Pie girl. The American Pie uh, girl. I don't that is her too name. how I what refer is her to name? her. Uh, Natasha something, right? The one that like yeah, the one that Leon, goes after yeah, all of them. Natasha Leon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how, yeah, is yeah. that the one you're talking about? Yeah, because like she's like she keeps was, talking over it. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh, yeah. going down on her and she yeah. won't shut up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got it. But yeah, looks good. Uh, hopefully, it turns out to be better in season three. I'll give it a ch- chance. You guys all down for season four of Orange is the New Black? Yeah. yeah. yeah I feel like I don't have yeah. a choice. You know what I mean? Like, I've already. <laughs> That's what you want to hear. I've come this far. There's I got to do it. There's enough char- characters other than Piper that I still care like care about seeing where their story goes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I like Alex a lot. And she's a I've big always yeah. loved yeah. Alex. Oh, James is not so oh. much. Nah, not as much. No? I mean, I, I mean, like, I basically just love her because she's hot. But like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like she's Donna gone bad now. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Laura Prepon. I only know her from that '70s show. Otherwise, I feel like I watch the show now mostly for the B plots. Like, like, or yeah. like, like your your season one main characters are kind of like the ones that I. That's when I'll you know turn away and reach for the bowl of popcorn or something like, mm-hmm. like the uh, what, oh, what is her name? The blonde, uh, the blonde junkie one, the. Oh, it's like the turned Amish? out to be Amish and everything. Yeah, yeah. like, oh, like oh, yeah. God, what's cool is that? Yeah, like that was an awesome like when she almost like beat her to that or something like that. 
Yeah, like like her. She had like, quite a big yeah, role like, in last season too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like and like the 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 episode where it focused on her backstory, like that was that's all. Like it gave such mm-hmm. wicked context and it yeah, reframed and even, everything. Like oh, the way they keep doing it, that with like the secondary characters is way more interesting than the primary with, ones. With Chang as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of yeah. badass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely really excited for that. Uh, we'll obviously be talking more once we actually see a trailer and once we, we get ready to actually see oh, it. Oh, is there a drop date yet? It should mm, be June, right? Yeah, it's, it's always, always around June. June. Okay, cool. It's like the same with House of Cards and whatnot. So our next piece of news, uh, Melissa McCarthy actually talked to, I think it was People Magazine as well or USA Today, about uh, her whole step of like not being in Gilmore Girls or never yes ends. being like I think <laughs> this, this whole is, conversation I think this is the end actually like yeah. I, I don't okay you're not coming back alright good <laughs> so her quote is that um, or, originally before she was like oh I, I was never asked for it and but you know I hope it goes well and everyone was like what how did that not happen but her quote now is uh, I didn't actually get asked to do it but I think they thought I was busy and then by the time it did come up then I actually was. See like I I knew that they 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 must have asked at some point. Like the fact that she was like in the beginning, "Oh, I don't I just wasn't it wasn't mentioned to me at all." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay." So they did come up to her but then by that by then she was already you know, probably scheduling more movies and whatnot. The thing is, I would have loved to have seen Suki but like but at the same I, time, like, is that really who you're coming back for? Yeah, you're not. No, no. Like, she's in. She's. Kurt. She, <laughs> oh yes. my god. So the actual reason he I put back this back. this piece of news <laughs> is that we have a resident uh, Gilmore Girls expert over here, and actually three, I guess, because mm-hmm. all you two guys are also into it. But James, uh-huh. you have a deep obsession with this show too, right? I'd, so I'd, I've heard that might be overstating it slightly. You love it and watch it every oh, day. I have mm, I have no. more Gilmore Girls like news also to add to this, like Ooh. in terms of the revival. So there's been the consistent like, ooh, who's Rory gonna be with? Because all her ex boyfriends uh, are coming back, and Amy Sherman uh, Palladino has said that one of the main female characters has like a new love interest, and oh. they won't. And it's Rory. They won't say. They yeah, won't say, I did hear that. They won't say if it's Lorelai or Rory or the grandma. Or it could be Emily because Richard's... Because Richard's dead. Yeah. Right? Which one's Emily again? The grandma. Oh, right, yeah. Because he died in real life, so, um, oh. you know, he well, dies in the show. Rest yeah. in peace. Um, may he rest. I, I so... <laughs> for some reason, my bets are on Emily. Okay. I don't know that why. That would make me really uncomfortable, um, but I'm going to continue. <laughs> I mean... Um, okay, so, but my news, though, the thing is that... With Rory's boyfriends, they're all coming back. So that's yes. the thing is everyone's like, is it going to be one of her old boyfriends? And um, I have read that the guy who plays Dean, he only flew out in for one day to shoot Good, cause I and fucking flew hate out. Dean. And so <laughs> they really don't him. think wow. that it's him. I don't Harsh. I don't like him I either. I just, I can't stand him. Well, he's on like a full-time show, right? Like, well, Yeah, that's exactly. The thing. That's the thing. Um, because same with... I don't like Logan either, so you guys can guess who I like. It's obviously um, Jess. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's on. He's on um, Good Wife, right? Yeah. So yeah. the same thing. They're both God, kind of on know. on you know shows that, that are going to require like a lot of their time. So in that way, I feel like it's looking good for Jess. But at the same time, I read um, uh, Milo Ventimiglia, who plays Jess, was talking about how. Um, I don't know if he was underselling it because, again, he, like, you know, can't say much probably. But he was just like, yeah, you know, Jess just comes in to, you know, be Jess and shake some things up for some people. Yeah. And, like, you know, be that little sarcastic commentary. But I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want that to be that. Like, all the, it is, though. The moment that Jess came to see Rory at Yale and was like, I'm ready to be with you now. 
I come away with I me. Let's not talk about this because okay, I'm going to cry. When she said no, <laughs> that was the moment that I stopped agreeing with all of Rory's decisions. Because I hated up, Logan. Though, I hated everything she did Straight after that. Dude, no. But when he, when he comes back, when she's with Logan and he's like, what are you doing? Why did you quit like, Yale? And he's just like, we used to make fun of dudes like this. Yeah. And I'm just like, Jess, man. Jess. What team are you, James? Answer wisely. Mm. Answer wisely. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no, no. I still have I Ghostbusters in my back pocket, so it, I got a little leeway okay. here. Tanya just I wants actually... to be the one that doesn't get screamed at right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm curious. I'm, w- I'm okay. Let's go. Let's go through them one at a time. Yeah. I'm with you. No dice on Dean. Okay. No. Done with Dean. Yeah. So over. I think Dean. I think his. You know what? I think he's going to be like uh, like Pez in like the Veronica Mars movie, where he's like. No, no, I can't get that reference. No. Sorry, homie. Oh Sorry, my God. Man. Really? You I guys, wasn't none of you Mars. were Veronica Mars. I, no. I've, I've seen think some. I've seen, seen, I've seen some of it, episode. but I didn't see the movie. Okay, well, you know. Okay, well, whatever. The guy that she's with in season most of season three, and like at the end of season three, they're like, are they married in the movie? I can't remember. Anyway, they're they're together at the beginning of the movie, and like, he's virtually not in the movie at all. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you and Logan look golf buddy buddy. Yeah, I'm out, and he just he's just gone, and they they break up. But it's like so such, it's a weird non breakup. Yeah, so I'll, I'll bet there's like some because he like barely like mattered. Like he did but his like, role, and yeah, I hope it's not like another like like I hope it's done. Like I hope there isn't some kind of like I don't think leftover that, like I don't think they would pick that back because up they again. did that no, already. No. They did that when he had yeah. married someone, and then they which I liked as a like, plot. Oh, you know what? I bet with them, it's probably like like they run it. They're like she's going through a rough patch. And she's like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life. And then, like, he's like runs into him in a bar or a reunion or something. Losing. And it's just like, hey. And then she maybe makes a play. And he's like, eh, let's think this. You're better than this. And, like, gives her a pep talk. And then she's like, you're right. I don't right. know, man. He's not the pep no. top type. I know, type, but it's, you know? it's like umpteen years on. You know, everybody's I, grown. I just feel like they passed. Like, I liked that arc when she went back to him and she slept with a guy that, like, was married. I liked that, like, because she was going back That's, to where she that was, was comfortable. That was messy, but I, yeah. I thought I it was a great story, story arc well. and I loved yeah. it because she actually was, like, making a mistake. And, and like, up doing until then, Rory was such that, like, moralistic character, right? But so I think they cool moved past it. And I think, and then we never, like, never see Dean again. And I'm, like, so cool with that. So, yes. Okay, move yeah. on to Jess. Jess is all kinds of wrong, but then. Oh, but so right. See, no, oh, see, yeah. no. That's the thing. I will agree that there were things, like, whenever I tell people that I'm a Jess fan, I have to preface it with, but he was a shithead when he was, when they were going out. Like, I understand that there were things that he did wrong, but at the same time, I don't know. There was like, there was that soulmate-ness there. And like for every, yeah. for that chip on his shoulder, I like aside from that, I really do think he gave a shit. And I think he was one of those people that, like the only people in Rory's life that would call her out on her shit. Because there are a lot of things about Rory that bother me. Which <laughs> is like, which is something that isn't talked about in the show. Because everyone fucking loves her. Like this whole town loves her, right? She's, a, but yeah. Yeah, the golden child. Yeah. But like. Yeah, and and to be tr- to be fair, yeah, when when that ep- the episode where like he comes back while she's at school, like that was like a different Jess, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So 
So, meh. Like, if it's and that, Jess, I'm, I'm a little more on board. If it's the other one. Exactly. I'm I think out. it would like, be that. Okay. But that's the thing I'm worried about because what he had said, it makes it sound like they're almost reverting back to the, the old Jess. And that worries me because the last time we saw him, like in season six, the last episode that they have together, he's like, has his own publishing house and is like. I know. That's why I think that that's that's the person who he I is I hope now. so. I hope he mm. does. they don't just resort him back to like 17-year-old Jess that doesn't have his shit together at all and is just like, fuck you to everyone one right yeah so that's that's my worry because if that's what they're going with then yeah and then logan oh yeah logan are you on the team of us who fucking hate that guy <sighs> i i went I, I oscillated a lot on logan back in the day because mm. i kind of couldn't stand him i'm like fuck this preppy douchebag but then <laughs> i was also like a kid with a chip on my shoulder so you know i had my own issues there because i'm like he's the asshole who beat me up at school you can't be with that guy, Rory. You're better than him. <laughs> but then, like, the flip side is, like, there were times when Rory was being a bit of an idiot or when, like, she was down and out or whatever. And, like, he did have her back. Like, he did suddenly stop being a douchebag for an episode and a half. So it's, he like, did. it's there. He was, like, an enabler. My, my issue. Yeah. But he was also, like, because, but think, think of it this way. Like, okay, what we love about Jess is that he called Rory on her shit, right? That's and part of it. Wouldn't yeah. let her get well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But that, like, we love that about Jess. Yeah. I think, in a way, Logan was kind of the other side of that coin, but in, but Jess is good. So by by enabling her, but not like catching her when she falls necessarily, which is part of why everybody kind of hated him, right? Because he's just like setting her up to fail. He's. He's giving her what no one else in that town really has, where, like, you know, like when she's fucking up, Lorelai's mm-hmm. there to catch her, when, or her grandma's there to catch her, like, someone's always there to catch her and, like, help her out. Well, I felt and like. And then, like, when, when, but with him, it was like, he just watches her hit the ground. It's like, well, what'd you learn? <laughs> like, yeah, which is realistic. Yeah, that's, and it's you valuable. I mean? Like, someone yeah. needs to not catch you. And so you and, figure and out how a, to take, take care of yourself. And in a certain way, even though I'm not a Dean or Logan fan, I do like how each of her boyfriends seem to fulfill. Like, I feel like everyone going through their life, not everyone, but a lot of people going through their life have the same kind of archetype boyfriends or, like, significant others. So I think they all fulfilled a a really important role. Uh, Sorry. I just want to throw in the thing that that really, that I don't like about Logan, which is different than the thing that you guys don't like about Logan, I think. Aside from him just generally kind of being douchey. Um, <laughs> you're laughing because Brian's like, I don't know what the fuck. I've, I don't think I've ever heard Brian be this quiet for this long. His earphones are so close to off. He's um, like, he's just slowly sneaking out the door. <laughs> That's cool. All what? The, what? The Gilmore Girl lover fans out there are going to really appreciate this. Okay, I really want to hear time. this. Why don't Okay, because aside from him just being like generally like douchey and rich and a snob and an ass, he manipulates Rory a lot and you Mm, maybe you don't notice it right away but the thing about it is Mm -hmm. how many times during their relationship would she be like really upset or kind of mad or like feeling unhappy about something in their relationship and then as soon as he calls her or says something to her she's like oh no it's fine like it's good like whatever like he's able to speak to her and manipulate her in a way that that really bugs me to watch really makes me uncomfortable to watch it happen yeah but again, yeah, there's even that scene where she goes to Jess and she's like, I don't know, I can't help it, I just can't stop loving him. I'm like, he treats you like fucking garbage. Yeah, but so. Did he, not, did he not, like, by the end of the run, was he not, like, he, well, I guess after he had, like, his big accident and the rafting trip or whatever, like. He proposed to her at the end and she was like, no. 
Yeah, but, but he also then, like he, like he like right around, like he was like yeah she was like we can keep going out and he's like you basically gave her an ultimatum. Well, even his proposal was manipulative because he was yeah. like either marry me or yeah, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even then. When people were probably like, oh my God, he wants to marry her. It's like, like, no, he's no, being he's an asshole. asshole. Yeah, yeah. He's also severely concussed. <laughs> <laughs> Anything he says for the next like six months does not count. Oh my God. And let's just end it there. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so who do, so, okay, so. So who do you pick if we're both Team Jess over here, if she were to get back with one of them for the revival? And this is for all the marbles. I need to look up the character's name because I don't want to like let the cat out of the bag by just saying it. Quick. Google, vamp. We'll edit this out. <laughs> you have to Google the name. Yeah, just hang on, hang on. Oh yeah, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jesus. worth waiting for. Wow, Christ. she is coming back. It was all the oranges and the new black had like Piper in my head, and I'm like, I know that's wrong, and it was so bugging the hell out of me. You know what the Gilmore me. Girls needs is a good lesbian love scene. That is true. There were it's no in gays. the name. It's there the Gilmore <laughs> Girls. There were okay. no. There were. There was never any gay in Gilmore Girls. Uh, Michelle. Suki was. Oh yeah, to be but that. he's like he, fucking. But they Mich- don't say it. Yeah, all Michelle's right. like your stereotype. Brian's ready to move forward. So okay, let's I'm do sorry. It. In the good news, Melissa McCarthy's not in it or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You've already forgot what the point of the story was. Anyways. All right. And our final topic, the last trailer for Daredevil Season 2 came out. James, did you watch this trailer? You know, as a matter of fact, I have, Brian. (laughs) It's a great trailer. There's a shot of the Punisher all bloodied up. Uh, the sexual energy between Matt and Elektra is just intense as hell. I'm so (laughs) stoked about that. Uh, Foggy looks sad as hell, which is not mm-hmm. good, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. still. Um, this season, I'm so stoked. I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait. I just yeah. can't. Tanya, you just started Daredevil, I right? I did. I just watched the um, pilot a couple days ago. Did you like it? I did. I thought it was a strong pilot, um, but like one that didn't give away a lot, so it'll make you actually want to keep watching. So I'm going to do that, and hopefully, when does it drop? The new one? Tomorrow. New oh, okay. Never mind. I won't be catched up. By season two, you kidding me? No way! Catched up. Is you it really? Are you serious? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm so stuck now. It comes out tomorrow. I thought that's oh why you God. had me on to talk about it today. Uh, no, like it starts it's tomorrow. Just the trailer came out. Wow, my weekend like, is planned as hell. And I keep saying hell because it's Daredevil and he's the devil. Oh man, it's, it's gonna be. May I weigh in is as someone who doesn't watch Daredevil but watch the trailer? Yes, please yes. go. Okay, uh, very sexy trailer, and I don't just mean All like right. the fucking mm. parts. Yeah, just like in general, <laughs> it was a very good trailer. <laughs> it was very pretty. Yes. Um, it looks like something that I might want to watch, but I'm not like rushing into it because there's just too much other shit going on. Man, I just cannot wait for the day we start Daredevil, and you're like, man, this is so good, and I'm like, uh huh. Is that what uh-huh. I sound like? Yeah, yeah. that is exactly what so she sounds good. like. Except I'm not. I don't. Tanny and I had the exact same reaction when the girls like, <laughs> "If you get in my way, I'm I'll gonna kill, kill you. you." And then they kiss, and, she and we're both them. just like, "Okay, <sighs> what?" Right. You gotta, you gotta understand the dynamic between you. those characters. Exactly. Okay. Like they're like that's their yeah. They both fall in different aspects of like you know morale. Because Matt's obviously a hero. He doesn't want to kill and whatnot. And Electra's an assassin. Right. I got this. I got this. There you go. Go for it. Electra is Daredevil's Jess. Okay. <laughs> there you, go. you know you have piqued I'm my interest. <laughs> um, you know no, what? it just always it just always kind of like immediately decreases like the the credibility of like of like a woman's threat when she's like, but I love you though. And oh yeah. It yeah. just it just feels weird and I didn't enjoy that she's part. She's a temptress assassin. Second. What are you gonna do? 
That's her title. That's her official title. Yeah. Temptress assassin. She's a, she's a she's an assassin. That's her. That's she who is she an is. assassin. Yeah. What is Foggy's deal? He's, He's uh, his best friend. His best friend. Avocados at law. But uh, yeah. You know, like <laughs> he he just wants the best for Matt, and he's still, you know. He's a little hurt about what stuff happened that season in season one. And yeah, so. yeah. Now I want to know. They gave they gave honestly. I think I feel like they gave him a lot more personality in this than he usually gets in the comics. Yeah, huh. like in the comics, he's especially like in the older he's stuff. Just like like he's like he's him. like the tubby, goofy guy that never quite gets what's going on. I never him. quite gets the girl. Like he's comic relief in this. Yeah. They gave him like a, a role, like a meaty role. I yeah. liked him in the pilot. There's this part where he's just like. Because I know every time you see a good-looking woman, Foggy suffers. And it was just really funny. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Funny. So this show is just perfectly casted. John Berthold is set to, set to debut sorry, uh, as the Punisher. Yes. Frank Castle looking real good. Being oh, the shit so... out of Daredevil. Oh. And there seems to be a lot of threats into it. Like, like again... This doesn't have the Batman v Superman issue where it's like, here's the Punisher and here's Electra and here's other stuff. Like, there's actually a threat to the story. Like, after Matt saves New York uh, last season, like, now it's up for everyone to grab on, right? Oh, like, oh, I, yeah. I remember what my comment is now. Where's Rosario Dawson um, in that trailer? She wasn't in that trailer, but she, she was in the previous ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. my my best guess Important is that she's questions. probably not going to play a huge role in this season. Damn it. Because she, she's probably going to play a bigger role in Luke Cage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Which is why they put her in like Jessica Jones towards the end, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And in the comics, she has a relationship with Luke Cage in the past and whatnot. But, oh. Yeah. You know. Okay. But it's, we'll, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Luke, it's Luke and Jessica until the end. Always. What I, what I really want out of Daredevil, and I don't know if we're going to get it this season, is I want um, the Gladiator. Uh, what's what's the guy that oh, the guy made the, his costume? The guy who um, made a costume. Yeah, what yeah, is yeah. his character's name? It's some like comic the, book stuff. Yeah, but he his like he's oh, he's such a cool like he's like a tragic, tragic like villain where he's never really like because he's he's uh, like he has like mental health issues so he's always kind of manipulated into being a bad guy or like tricked into being a bad guy. Oh, that's interesting. And then the woman that um, that he's like the reason why he has to help the the kingpin in season one, like the woman that they have, mm-hmm. she's like his therapist slash like I don't know if lover is quite the right term, but like so. So like there's this really closeness with her and she's like the thing that the person that grounds him and like makes him uh, a better person. And then like, but so it's just like, it's such a, like, just like go on Wikipedia and like read the the character (laughs) bio. I'm serious. Listeners, homework. It is actually like, even though it's like a, like a a terrible English, you know, like terrible grammar because it's Wikipedia, but like (laughs) that dude's like the epic like back and forth of that dude's story where he's a good guy he's a bad guy he's a good guy he's a bad guy and he's always whether he's a good guy or bad guy he's always kind of the victim of someone else's shit and it's it's compelling as hell and you see that in season one right like yeah. you see this guy like when they're fighting sorry spoiler for like you two because you haven't got this far in it's season cool. one yet but like like when Daredevil beats him down and he's like oh, where's the kingpin he's like there like you see him break down because he's like he doesn't want to do it but he has to but he's clearly like slow and everything like it's who plays him oh uh, he's no? he's a guy you've seen play like heavies and like tough guys in a million things oh man like he's just one of those guys that like you'll never know his name probably but you you've, you've seen, seen him face. yeah yeah okay um uh Brian is looking it up right now um, I'll edit this part out. So <laughs> don't worry. Uh, it's got to be pretty far down because he's only in like 
Oh, there you go, Potter. Melvin Melvin Potter, yeah. So it's played by Matt Gerald. Mm, I don't know. Doesn't ring a bell, but maybe if I see his face. It's been on Avatar, Escape Plan, San Andreas, and Terminator 3 as highlights oh, okay. of IMDb. Did that say not... season two? Go back to that. God, I'm just spoiling it for myself. I don't even care. But <gasps> Yes. He is in season two? He is confirmed to be in season two. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. The, I love the, that character. The, so good. The Daredevil costume looks really good. There were some people that were not very happy with it the last season, and now it just looks amazing, in my opinion. The cowl just looks so tangible and whatnot. Electra's costume is perfect. I have no issues with it. I have no, like, Ooh, the comic book, like, because the comic book is just atrocious piece of trash. And <laughs> and this yeah. one is just amazing. Uh, the Punisher, again, it's not a shirt. It's kind of an armor that has the skeleton and looks, that looks really great. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just dying with excitement for this show. And I love that the, this, this, the skull doesn't seem to be in most of the trailers. Yeah. Like, like it's in the odd shot every other trailer, but that's it. So yeah. it's like, which makes sense. Cause like with daredevil and his like red suit, like you have to build to that. Right. Yeah, so. exactly. They do have that one cool shot of like the, the, what is it called? The, the, the x-ray right the the bones oh yeah it's, skull, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. they call him the punisher and they hold yeah, that that's, up and that's so good. really cool so you'll definitely have some season two a review for me next week because i'll probably binge all of that and really stoked we'll, we'll talk some more maybe we'll bring you back james to to talk about uh, the season in depth tanya you better catch up now yeah. there's no time <laughs> there is time there is <laughs> it's called three in the morning mm. <laughs> anyways so, guys, we're going to jump into our final topic today. And this is kind of like a really bittersweet, like, kind of gross thing that happened a little bit, in my opinion, at least. So, the X-Men movie, X-Men Apocalypse, is coming out soon. And, by the way, that dropped a new trailer, which is not that great. But, anyways, Olivia Munn is set to play Psylocke in it. And Cliff Blasinski, who's a big voice in the video game world, tweeted out that, uh, quote, Folks, Olivia Munn is a bad person. She's the embodiment of appropriating nerd culture and using it for her gain. Don't trust her. And the reason I want to bring this up to you guys and have a kind of a discussion about it is because I'm really sick and tired of the nerd, appropriating nerd culture. I'm just going to, how does one fucking appropriate nerd culture? Like, what the, like... Well, there's this concept that a lot of a lot of people have that uh, they feel threatened by, you know, people who the, they don't look like them also enjoying comic books, also enjoying movies about comic books and enjoying that kind of stuff, and then feeling like it doesn't belong to them anymore. Like, I get cultural appropriation when it has to do with, like, a race or something, but, like, nerd culture? So is this a thing that they say about, like, every other actor in these movies? Because none of them are ugly. You know what I mean? Like, these are all Holly- these are Hollywood movies with Hollywood actors. Is this some- Why is this being thrown specifically at this person? Okay, so... I- no, the the reason is Olivia Munn uh, made a career of herself being a host for a extant G four channel. It's a video game and tech and nerdy culture kind of deal. And again, it goes back to the whole fake gamer girl, fake uh, geek girl terms that are you know she just wants the attention and so she pretends to like Spider Man or she pretends to know who Superman is. How do they know not? that she's pretending uh, exactly. to like it? They're just claiming to. They're not actually doing it's that. It's just gross. Like, it's, it's not like, you know, bullshit. it's the same thing where, like, you know, <laughs> there's, there, 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 you see, 
you see on, on on online social media and whatnot a lot where like somebody just has a Avenger shirt and like oh do you know who actually that character is or do you know who actually do you know the first appearance of Spider-Man in the Avengers and it just becomes this whole trying to prove that you're a real fan trying to prove that you belong in that circle when well that happens to a certain extent with a lot of different things like even bands and, and music and stuff right yeah but right now with you know we just spend a whole lot of time talking about Daredevil and we've talked a lot about Batman v Superman and the Avengers and Civil War and whatnot like these movies are a huge part of our lives now and many different types of people watch them and many different types of people enjoy them and mm-hmm. it's kind of trashy that in 2016 we're still uh, at least some people are still asking the question if you're a real fan and yeah. if you really know who these characters are which I don't think is necessary to play the character obviously like yeah like you said like not not everybody probably mo- well I mean I don't know at this point probably most people have read a comic book at some point but you don't have to be a comic book fan to be in a comic book movie nor do you have to be a comic book fan to go to a comic book movie because yeah. let's be honest if it were just like diehard comic book fans going to these movies they would never have gotten made in the first place at least they wouldn't have made sequels so. yeah I don't think it really matters like I'm just drawing a parallel to like uh, like to a movies that I grew up watching as a kid that were kind of like a fandom thing, which was like the Harry Potter movies. And if I found out that like Daniel Radcliffe had never read Harry Potter, I don't really think I'd give a shit because he did a good job. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't really matter to me yeah. if they if you know I don't know if they if they're really into it. You don't or, have to be a super fan to do the character justice. No, it doesn't really yeah. make sense. I'm going to play devil's advocate just a little, and I'm not going to say that I'm not. I'm not trying to say that Olivia Munn is a bad person or the embodiment of whatever, and that we shouldn't <laughs> trust her, and blah blah blah. But that said, I can understand where people are coming from because, like, I personally did not grow up in the cool kids set, and like, it would be a real like kick to the balls when like you're you're. Um, What's what are the what's the word I'm looking for? You're like the oppressed, ugh, it's horrible. You know what I mean? Like like you're the one that gets bullied, you're the one that gets picked on. You're like, but I have found my family, my yeah, my niche. Like my these are my people. This is what we like. We're the only ones that like it. And the next thing you know, like the cool kids are liking it, and suddenly you're now uncool because you're not as cool as like you've lost the thing that ident that was your identity. Mm-hmm. So it's in 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 that way, it's not. I don't think it's that different from like a cultural appropriation, like you know, like somebody appropriating a ra- like a racial culture. I can get thing. what you're saying in that context, but to put it back in the actual like Olivia Munn situation, I would get that if it was like I feel like the like the comics are where they found solace. The movies aren't where they run to hide. The movies are for the masses, right? But they're not. They're not talking about. The movie they're talking about her. They're saying like sh- her, she th- what what he's alleged. What what's his name? Cliff Blazinski. Cliff Blazinski is ale- is alleging there is that like she's playing up like oh I got popular on it on a network for nerds. I'm gonna play up my nerdness because this is my fan base and they're going to support me in whatever I do. And he's like, don't. She's a pretender to the throne. Like co-host uh like well, chris hardwick is like his bona fides are there where's hers right they're making it act like that's all she's done though and it isn't that isn't that, that isn't the only thing she hasn't just stayed within the nerd culture and and used that to further her career completely like she's been in so many other things sure like, yeah yeah so i don't know i still don't understand why they're singling her out 
Is well, idols? it's like, partly because she's a girl. I mean, yeah, a I was woman. Gonna like say. that's like make, like yeah. that's definitely a part of it. It doesn't really feel like this is a thing that would be done if it were to a man. This yeah. wouldn't really be happening. Like no one's like, oh, that guy, mm-hmm. he's too. Like it does, it doesn't work. It just doesn't happen. There's no like. I feel like I could understand more if that's all she did. If all she did was pro- profit off like quote unquote like nerd culture things, but like that's not all she does. You know, like she was in the newsroom. She was like, I also feel like in general, got to that point. He's saying because of people following her because they thought like she represents me. Like that's me on that's me. If not on screen, that's you mean she got her role in 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 the newsroom because the nerds followed her. Like the newsroom was done by Sorkin. Like that's why she brings an audience with her, right? So like her involved it's like it's like getting a job at a newsroom because you have a lot of twitter followers like you're bringing an audience with you therefore you have value mm. right i still feel like she she definitely has like a she, she definitely has talent like acting wise i i really liked her in the newsroom i can see what you mean about bringing a fan base but with sorkin i don't see that as like his crucial thing and again it was an hbo show you so you exactly really i don't, don't think people watched it for her they watched it for so like it's no. a Sorkin. I'll, I'll I'll draw the parallel with uh, Andrew Garfield actually because Garfield when he was casted as Spider Man, he came out of Comic Con and he had this huge moment where he just kind of like geeked out and had like a Spider Man costume made up and was just yelling and was saying how excited he was and how much of a Spider Man fan he was since the beginning and whatnot. So that kind of like in the eyes of quote unquote nerds, it's like ah oh, he's one he's he's like me he's one of us like he. You know, he may be making millions and like a super like good looking guy, but he's he's like me. And the thing that bothers me is that with Olivia Munn, she has that, you know, she has that uh, cred of like, you know, I was I know video games and I know this this stuff that you guys like. And also I love acting and I want to be an actress and I want to be in this high stuff and I'm doing that and she's doing it. And also since the moment that she got the role, she's been talking about it comics wise like she her instagram you see like a lot of of uh, posts about the, the character psylocke and how much she loves her and she identifies with her and sometimes that feels a little cheesy when big celebrities are like i love uh what's my character again oh magneto yeah i love him <laughs> but with her it really feels authentic in my opinion and actually it's like a great casting because psylocke is a asian american uh, character and she's asian american I just want to yeah. like. She's British in the comics. I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Isn't she? She's Captain Britain's Well, it's Betsy no? Betsy Braddock. No. I'm a... The comic book <laughs> and the question and. Uh, it I just f- makes well. me laugh a little bit. This quote because it's like Olivia Munn is a bad person. So what? Like another a famous person is getting a big role because they're famous for something else. Like what else is new? Like it just I don't know. I just think he's. I just don't feel like the whole thing of like that we brought up earlier the larger idea of like you see like a hot girl wearing like an Avengers shirt and it's just like oh you I bet you don't even know this character like I feel like that only really that doesn't really happen to men yeah I feel yeah, like it same does. thing with it yeah it really does. think so yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? really it's maybe got a different tone but it definitely happens like I've seen the number of times I've seen I have seen blowback when. Um, like a, uh, I'm trying to think of a fucking example. This is horrible. But like, okay, so you're watching 
uh, a late night like talk show and so and so's on. He's like, you know, someone who's known for being an action star, let's say, or uh, whatever, right? And he comes on, well, and then the guy's like, I've always liked comic books, or I've always been into skateboarding, okay, or whatever it mean, is. And like people will pile on that guy, right? But that that's, night that's and a the famous next person. Day, right? I'm talking in the in just in the world, just like regular people. Like oh, that, sorry. Like that shit happens all the time, where it's like people don't want to believe that like women are into certain things. And I don't think that you don't see a guy walking down the street and with a Spider-Man shirt and say, oh, I bet he doesn't read the comics. You see yeah. a good looking girl walking down the street in a Spider-Man shirt. You say, oh, she's just wearing it because Spider-Man's cool. I feel like that in general is a thing that happens a lot more to women. And mm-hmm. I feel it reflected in in these comments because she's a woman is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I agree. I think that's the main issue. And I think right. that's something that should definitely go away like 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 yesterday because like even brian said it in like with andrew garfield you're like oh he's one of us oh cool but if it was a woman they would have been like (laughs) is she really like you you see like you know you encounter another guy in the street that likes the same shit as you or you meet someone who's like oh this is a cool guy oh Mm. cool we like the same shit it's just a different it's a different world i don't know like i it i don't know like i can't i mean obviously i can't speak to the to the female experience in this regard but like i've definitely been in enough conversations where it's it's a one-upmanship. Like, oh, I was into, you know, like I was, oh, like, like I'll pick, I don't know, My Chemical Romance. Like, oh, I was into My Chemical Romance back in like Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. It's like, oh yeah, well, I was back into I them like when them they so. dropped their first right. single and it was like Vampires Can't Hurt You or whatever. And it's like, I was into them back when like Jeff Rickley was producing their shit. Like it, right. g- it gets into this whole like back and forth of totally. like who's into it first, who's the bigger fan. And that like, one, that, I'm that's just something... stoked about how much you know about MCR I know all right kinds now. of shit. You don't even believe. <laughs> so like the fact that like if you go back, uh, when was the first Iron Man? Like 2000... 2008. Yeah. So if you go back to 2008 and you walk in and you go down to like Metro Town or whatever mall you're in because I don't know where you're listening from and you go to Old Navy and you go to the graphic tees they're all like Levi's logos and like old maybe old like Vans logo like like you know old other brand logos you go in now you've got your Bazinga shirts you've got your Green Lantern shirts you've got your Superman shirts you've got your Batman shirts you've got your Spider-Man shirt like that's that's now like that that whole this whole um thing that maybe yeah like in the you know in a closeted way like a shit ton of people most people enjoyed like to openly enjoy it was like a counterculture thing was like a quiet thing that like only a few people openly did and now those people they're like i was fucking repping this from the start and now there's all these people that in their like in their view are posers and are like you know like pretenders to the throne and they're coming in and they're like they're getting all the all the cred and all the glory for like being into the shit and like I was there from day one where were you like eight years ago when everybody was like fuck Spider-Man I believe that like the one-upmanship happens all the time that happens across the board with everything regardless of gender that just Mm -hmm. happens people are just like that Uh, what I think is gender specific in my personal opinion is like somebody might like one-up you and be like I read Spider-Man before you or I know this and that but the thing is someone would look at a woman and just think that she never that she doesn't even yeah. really know what it is. Like it's not even a question of whether right, she read yeah. it before me. It's a question of like I don't think she's even ever opened a book or watched a movie. I think she's just can, wearing can, can a shirt. Can she even read? I think that <laughs> I think that about ninety percent of the time when I'm walking down the street and I see anybody wearing a green can lantern shirt, read? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite Green Lantern? Ryan Reynolds? Go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing. In my opinion, that's the problem. Like, 
if somebody has a Spider-Man shirt and they don't know if, you know, Miles Morales is the latest Spider-Man, who cares? Let them enjoy the Spider-Man as a character designed for their freaking t-shirt. Like, you don't have to quiz everyone on, like, well, yeah, but, like, when Uncle Ben died, what was the first thing Peter Parker <laughs> said? Like, who cares? Just let people enjoy what they enjoy. If that's, like, sh- Green Lan- Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern, let them enjoy it. And you don't, a t-shirt no, you don't, that's the exception. That's where we draw the line. <laughs> James like, no. you don't love Spider-Man any less if you see other people who love Spider-Man. You know, it's like trying to, it's like you're trying to be, like, so possessive of the thing that yeah. you love. And it's like, dude, it's fine. Like, you still love you it, and you still loved it for way. as long as yeah. you've loved it. And let someone else enjoy it. <laughs> no one's taking yeah. it away from you by wearing yeah. a shirt. It's going to be okay. And be happy that like, comic book characters are out there. Because then we live in a world now where like you can make fun of someone for reading comics. Like You absolutely can't. Like it's not, It doesn't make sense anymore. Like those, the, the, those are the roots of the movies that are making so much money in this world. Like it's, it's, that's, that's over. That's over in my opinion. But anyways, we've had a very lengthy discussion, and we have uh, <laughs> mostly about Gilmore Girls. We have arrived at our. our, at our That's why ending, we invited you on, James. At our ending mark. Uh, so which part am I faking? Am I faking about the Gilmore Girls? Am I faking about MCR? Am I faking? James about has Daredevil? faked all of no. this episode. It can't possibly be all those things. He's no. faked his career, <laughs> this entire life. Uh, everything's been faked with James. Uh, folks, remember to email us with uh, all your questions, all your movie recommendations, all everything you want to send us. Don't just don't hate mail. Send us uh, to mail at newsfriends.net. Remember to follow newsfriends on Twitter. Follow Michael Lilick on Twitter. I don't remember what's his Twitter, but just find him or whatever. Tanya, what's your? Uh, where can people find you? I'm at tr camiso. You got anything to plug? No, I'm good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bailey, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at BCJ Nicholson. And where can people find your work? Ah, uh, man, I'm a pretty behind-the-scenes kind of gal these days, but I'm interning over at CKNW, so if you want to, like, you know, send me some stuff, if you want me to pitch it to somebody, I'll do it. <laughs> you had a really cool story today if people didn't have the chance to listen. Can you, like, listen to specific yeah, they, we we podcast everything. Okay, there you that's go. on the show. But like to be to be clear, I was not on the show. I just like pitched a thing. And yeah, then came so on you the show. you threw the story that was uh, later put on the show in the Linda Steele show, right? I did. Yeah. James, where can people find you on Twitter? I am at James W E Smith, all one word. You have like two Twitter accounts, though. So. I have like four. Oh my god! <laughs> I have different projects and I things too that I want to silo. Multiple Twitter accounts. <laughs> this isn't Tumblr, guys. All right. <laughs> And James, where can people find your work? Um, I'm currently at the Vancouver Courier. So if you go to their website and Google Tofu Girls, you'll find <gasps> it. Now. Oh, you to- did that story? I wrote a yeah. Tofu Girls story, too, <laughs> at the Burnaby Now, except it was super old, but they insisted I do it anyway. Was yours that they got trapped? It was um, their rehab- rehabilitation process because nice. I was trying to do a little follow-up. That's what I did. Yeah. It's like they're getting the full oil spill cleanup. Yep, yeah. yep. I got how many are done so far. Yeah. Yep. You nice. guys you guys nice. got cute photos because the best photos I saw were from uh, shout-out to Rafferty Baker at the CBC. <laughs> shout-out to the LJR. <laughs> <laughs> shout-out to the LJR, the people making it. Uh, so, yeah, you and can find... Jerry Greg. you can find me on twitter at mcg brian you can read some of the stories i I get on the 24 hours vancouver paper we also have a website i usually tweet out my stories you know in the spirit of sharing your own work (laughs) 
We're on iTunes. Remember, we are on iTunes now. We send are. us, uh, subscribe to us, send us uh, comments and five star reviews, please. And there's a Patreon. And News oh, Friends Patreon. has a Patreon. You can subscribe to us on Patreon <laughs> and throw us a couple bucks if you like what we do. We will buy some equipment and we'll make even better uh, media for you to enjoy for your listening pleasure. It'll sound better in your ears when we scream at Tanya. Exactly. <laughs> So for that, I think that's... <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Oh, and before we go, I want to say oh. that I've, I've had a lovely time. Oh. Thank you so much for having me. And in the spirit, because I want to be your favorite guest ever, and because it's St. Patrick's Day, I brought you all a little present. Oh, James. What? So for me, Bailey, and Tanya, we have some yes. Guinness. Yes. James you. just pulled out oh my a four-pack of uh, Guinness. And uh, for Brian, oh. because Brian doesn't drink, I but I wanted something Irish. Here's a potato. Next <laughs> year. So I, I just have a potato in my hands. Really cold. And uh, yeah. How are you going to make it, Brian? There are so many. Potatoes are just so versatile. Well, you know, I'll just I'll just cook it and we'll see what, we'll see what, we'll see what comes of it. You'll definitely cook it. We'll like, see what you know, comes of it. He's not going to eat it raw. Oh, man. Hey, I've seen people eat uh, potatoes raw. Well, well, after that, thanks, after that great gift from James, uh, we, might, we might see from him again next week. We don't know. But for now, guys, we out. Wasn't it crazy the flood is Caught eyes on the bridge like the silky shed. We saw the city float on into gray. I wrote my name on your man Everyone remember to be close to your mics. <sighs> yeah, exactly like that. I'm going to eat it. Just like that. Like a stack of pancakes. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Too sticky. Oh, boy. I think we have an intro and an outro. God damn it. <laughs> Too sticky. <laughs> All right. Oh, God damn. <clears throat>